0: In this podcast, we look back to when the Bloomsbury Festival was founded by Roma Backhouse in 2006. Maddy Jones and Bobby Williams were originally involved in the first year of the festival. They remember the early days and how it all began. I am Bobby Williams, and these days I make films and recordings and do live streams for musicians usually. Um, and I've been doing that kind of work for quite a long time. Uh, but I was originally involved in the Bloomsbury Festival when it started back in 2006 uh, as the uh, music programmer. So I put together that uh, the, we had a main stage in Brunswick Square um, and I put together the music for two, the first two or three years um, for that and also for a couple of other little bits as well.
1: My name's Maddie and I am an arts producer and I run an arts charity in Deptford at the moment. I worked on the Bloomsbury Festival um, actually in the first year, 2006. I was a production assistant and then kind of really enjoyed it and stayed and uh, joined the year the team the year after as well and I eventually became the producer for the festival and was producer until 2013.
0: I first met Roma when I first moved to Bloomsbury um, which was around about 2003 or 4, um, so a couple of years before the first festival and Roma worked in a Little deli that was on Lamb's Conduit Street called Kennard's, which isn't there anymore, but local people around there will remember it well. For a while, it was it was the only place to get good coffee, um, which is hard to believe now when you when you wander around the area. Um, and yeah, I just met Roma uh, through her serving me coffee in the morning.
1: Anybody that knew Roma um, knew her incredible spirit, her passion for community, her values that she held so strongly. She believed that neighbors should know each other and that everybody should have friends on their doorstep and so that kind of really lived through the ethos of the festival in terms of those connections and bridging relationships and so great at getting people to collaborate that wouldn't have usually collaborated and 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 she had a real gift um in in supporting partners to kind of work outside their comfort zone and in new ways and in new innovative ways and always kind of having kind of positive outcomes and and absolutely um the the festival would not exist without Roma she she made sure that after the first year and which what she created in the first year she was instrumental in making sure that it, it happened again and again and bringing those partners on board and getting the right advocates getting the right funders and getting the right team around and and so it really is the sort of hundreds of thousands of audience artists children families residents who have been kind of part of the festival over the years that's all all already stems from the the enormous work that Roma did
0: she uh, was one of those people who seemed to connect everybody she met so she immediately introduced me to loads of other people in the area and i got a sense of there being a really strong creative community uh, around certainly around lambs conduit street but the the wider sort of area of bloomsbury in general um and it, Roma was an integral part of that she seemed to have this way of connecting people and bringing people together particularly creative people but actually anybody at all Um, and I think it's that instinct in her that led to her uh, founding the Bloomsbury Festival in 2006.
1: So the 2006 festival was originally conceived as a a one-off festival and commissioned by Allied London who were the developers of the Brunswick and they wanted to do, they were redeveloping the centre and they wanted to do a really wonderful kind of community festival to celebrate their opening and they commissioned Roma who um, is a brilliant um, local producer, cultural producer and resident of Bloomsbury as well to create the festival and it was Amazing. It was just the most wonderful weekend and there was open houses across the um, across Bloomsbury. Actually the first year it happened in a, a smaller area than currently exists and um, the centre was Brunswick Square, which is where we had most of our festival activity and then lots of the organisations more in the kind of east of Bloomsbury and focused obviously around the Brunswick. And we had uh, aerial performances, we had sing-along Handel's Messiah in Brunswick Square, we had music stages, we had children's events, we had loads of open houses. It was just a really, really brilliant coming together of of the Bloomsbury, contemporary Bloomsbury communities to share and and to celebrate. And then, like I say, it was meant to be a one-off festival, um, but it was such a success that Roma sort of said, you know, we should do this again. We should make this an annual. And so she, um, Allied London agreed and they thought it was brilliant. So she um, uh, made it happen again in 2007 and it it got even bigger and uh, again was just absolutely wonderful and more partners were involved and more communities. And so it it gradually became bigger and bigger and then Allied London sold the Brunswick which was kind of always part of their plan. And, And so the festival's main funder was no more. And uh, so Roma knew that there was something really special here. And so she worked um, enormously hard to uh, reestablish the festival with a consortium of partners from across Bloomsbury and to make it bigger. And, and that's what, that's exactly what happened. So in 2010, it relaunched um, and it was uh, bigger than ever. And the center was Russell Square. So it came back in a really, really strong position. Again, With Roma was the um, director. Um, of the festival um, throughout that period. And it was back with a bang. So we had SOAS world music stages, we had walks and tours. We opened with a big children's lantern procession involving local primary school children. There was over sort of 150 events over three days uh, and everything was free as well, which was really important at the time to the ethos of the organization. Yeah, it was was incredible. It's an amazing journey for something that was only ever meant to be a one-off, to then to then become a kind of regular and such an important fixture in the london cultural diary
0: in some ways it's evolved in a lot uh, in other ways it's it's very very similar i mean it was it was actually remarkably ambitious even that first time so roman made sure that it it you know t- took advantage of the great organizations that are in the area so you know there were organizations like ucl and the british museum and the welcome collection but then she was also really keen to involve just local people who who wanted to get involved um, and that was a really important part of it too so it had this sort of homely community feel whilst also being quite quite big scale and and the the amount of programming that was in just that first one was really really huge and it was a tiny team of people putting it together so i mean it was i think it was exhausting for everybody involved um but but the second year as well 2007 was a step up again in lots of ways and um, uh, i mean i was doing the music stage then and and we had a bit more of a budget and um i had people like paloma faith playing who a long time before she was um as famous she, famous as she is now, um, it was quite a big gig for her at the time, but we had her on the main stage stage in Brunswick Square. We had the Elysian String Quartet with Hot Chip.
1: There's been a couple of directors and there's um, a really, seems like a really strong kind of foothold. Like It's got a really strong foothold now to kind of keep growing and evolving. And I think naturally the model and business model has changed, which is, um, you know, obviously natural and necessary. Um, I, I think the ethos, of the festival being about unearthing kind of contemporary Bloomsbury and hidden creativity and um, forging these new kind of partnerships and um, innovations is absolutely still seems to be at the heart of it, which is which is wonderful and it's all about kind of placemaking and 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 I think to be honest, it's because it's a celebration of Bloomsbury. As long as it's always true to, to Bloomsbury and, it's, and it reflects the area, then you can't go wrong because it is an extraordinary part of um, London and very um, diverse in terms of its the organisations, the people, the creativity that, that sits there.
0: I think Roma's biggest legacy for the Bloomsbury Festival is that of connection. She had a real talent for connecting people In a very natural, positive way. And I think that's carried through the festival till today. You know, it's been through many iterations and developed in all kinds of ways, but I still think it's fundamentally a festival based on the connection of the people in Bloomsbury and London in a wider sense. And, you know, since last year when we had to do everything online. That connection reaches even further still now. Um, so yeah, I think Roma's legacy is one of is one of connection. She was a very positive, energetic, creative person who just loved to co- connect other people.